0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, approached, rolled back the stone, and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. The gods were shaken with fear of him and became like dead men. And the angel said to the woman in reply, Do not be afraid. I know that you are seeking Jesus the crucified. He is not here. For he has been risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Then they went away quickly from the tomb, fearful, yet overjoyed, and ran to announce this to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached braced his feet and did him homage. And Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee and there they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Christ is risen. And the proper response is, Indeed, he is risen. So let's test that out. Christ is risen. Indeed he is risen. Very good. Indeed, he is. He is risen. Our Lord Jesus Christ is alive. Notre Dame, built between the 12th and 14th century. It took 183 years to build the magnificent cathedral. It took 35 minutes to burn it down, 183 to erect, 35 minutes. And some of us have seen images, and the images are pretty fresh in our mind right now. But there's one image that I'd like to draw your attention to. No, it's not the crown of thorns. It's not that. No, the tunic of St. Louis or the rose glass window. Or the spire that came down. No. Amidst all of that, there's one image I want you to focus on. And if you have a chance, you go home, Google it, do what you need to do. But there's one image among the debris of within inside the cathedral itself. As you can see the smoke rising from the ashes, debris all around it. There's one. Sign, the golden cross. The golden cross, and in front of the golden cross is the Pieta. The golden cross. When things look as failing, the debris around it, during the collapse of the ceiling, it did not touch that golden cross. It did not damage it. You look on the images, the two, the two saints on the side venerating the cross and the Pieta. One, I don't know which one it is, but the other one got beheaded. Probably John the Baptist. But that cross still stands among the disaster. That gives us hope. Because we're all been given that cross at our baptism. That golden cross, if you look at it, it shines brightly. And no matter how much money it's going to take to re-erect this cathedral, what matters the most is that cross. The cross that Christ has carried for us. The cross that Christ has redeemed us for. It's the cross that Christ gave to us when we were baptized. It's the indelible mark that's in us. But at times we don't feel it. At times, the gospel reading says, he is not here. Jesus, are you here with me right now? Because if you are, why is my, everything inside of me burning? Why there's so much brokenness within me? Why are there so much wounds why am I still falling prone to sin, to fall in temptation? Are you really here? And the answer is yes, because indeed he is risen. That in, within us, all the debris, the piles piling up, the fire and the ashes, everything burning within us, there's hope. There's a flicker of hope. The seven readings here from the Old Testament is about our salvation. God didn't make us to abandon us. God made us so he can delight in us, so he can love us. And he loves us so much that he gave us his only son to die for us. You know, Friday, after the Good Friday service, went downstairs and joined um, some of the seminarians, our guest, to watch The Passion of the Christ. And I came right at the point of the scourging. And I walked out. I walked out because, not because I was afraid. I walked out because I look at myself. And I wonder where I am with Christ at this moment. And I ask myself, Lord, have I done enough? Have I done enough to make up the scourging you have have taken for me? And the answer is no. Because there's nothing we can do to make up for what Christ did but Christ did it for us because he loves us. And if he loves us, he gives us that hope that no matter the wounds and the brokenness we may have, Christ challenges us to face it and to be not afraid to look at ourselves in the light of the cross. Because when you look at the cross, he did come down He did die, but he did rose from the dead, and he's here with us. And every time we come forth to receive the Eucharist, we partake in that very mystery of redemption itself. That every time we receive the Eucharist, we bring with us. Our brokenness and our wounds, so Christ can heal us. The women went to the tomb early in the morning to want to heal Christ, to put the perfume on his body. But he wasn't there because he's not dead. Some of you might be struggling with different things tonight. Going through difficult times, problems. Whatever that may be, bring it to the Lord. Bring it to the resurrected Christ. Because all he wants to do is heal us. All he wants to do is embrace us. And all he wants to do is to show us mercy. May God give you that grace tonight to receive that healing gift from the resurrected Christ who does not want us to suffer but want us to be great. To be great as his sons and daughters of God. Christ is risen. Indeed, he's risen.